In this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about book cover art, <laughs> gross special abilities, teasing book two, being into mischief, and asking the important questions. Who is saving the wine? Where is all the weed? And where are we going to the bathroom? In our chat about Into the Mist with author PC Cast. <laughs> it's very important. <sighs> hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire, and today we're going to talk to PC Cast, author of Into the Mist. Joy, it's gonna be so good. Yeah. I love her so much. Oh my god. Okay, control the fangirling again. This is like the fortieth time we've talked to you. Breathe. We're BFFs. Like I don't know why I keep fangirling. Oh my god, you talk to me all the time. I know. I know. <laughs> I just can't help it. You're just too great. <sighs> Calm down, me. Calm down. I love me. you. And I love your lipstick and your eyeshadow, but especially your lipstick is so perfect. Thank you. Yes. With it's, the book. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Totally done on purpose. It's it's from a company called Notoriously Morbid, and I need to send you a link. And so now I'm going to have to send a link to everyone so everyone right. can buy this glorious lipstick. Notoriously Morbid. I mean, the easiest that. thing would be if they sponsored us. It would be. And then everybody would know exactly who <laughs> they were. Every, everyone <laughs> would be Notoriously Morbid. Yes, so, I agree with that. It would be really good. So um, <laughs> we should just jump right into our game of Would You Rather, because we have got yeah. to get to, we've got to get through Would You Rather so I can scream at you and tell you my theories for the next one and you can tell oh, me good. okay and i finished the next one is done now too Ooh. out of the dawn is done oh. and the cover is so exquisitely beautiful it might be my favorite cover of all time oh, oh but i really liked this cover i like this cover too the next cover though is like they just crooked lane just outdid themselves really? and they, it was two incarnations too the first one they sent me looked like and this i don't mean this in a terrible way either it looked like a 1970s album cover oh okay yeah it did and it had three women on it and i could tell who was supposed to be who and i sent back notes about their hair because some of their hair was wrong mm-hmm. like they had they didn't have Amani's hair like you know i always I, I think Amani has really long hair mm-hmm. yeah. and um, in book two, she's doing it and she's a woman of color. So I know she's stressing about her hair out there in the middle of this apocalypse. She started wearing in a beautiful braid that starts at her crown Ooh. and goes, like, goes back. Yes. It's really cool. So I had some notes about that and I had some notes about the colors used, but they came back to me and they were like, we're scrapping this and we're starting all the way over. I was like, all right. And then <laughs> the cover my agent and I were both like, holy crap. It's so beautiful. I can't wait to show you guys. Oh, I can't wait. Do, can't do wait. we know Actually, when it's going to be a cover reveal? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't for sure know. But um, after the recording's over, I have it. I have a picture of my phone. 
I could okay. you guys just you two. We won't share it with anyone. Sorry about everyone, <laughs> everyone else. else. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, we might actually get a secret for a change. I know. I know I'm dying <laughs> right now. Secret. Okay, so what are would you rather? Yes, would you I'm rather? Ready. Yes, so on social media we asked, would you rather be able to grow plants with your blood or be able to heal quickly? Resoundingly, across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok, everybody wants to be able to heal quickly. And this isn't just small numbers. This is, the lowest was 80%. Yeah, see, especially, I well, yeah, during an apocalypse, it's a really good, it's a really good, you know, thing to have, the ability to heal. Of course, if you don't, if you're not able to grow any food, you're fucked either way. you're fucked. Yeah. So what I want to do is be with someone like my my group where some people have the ability to grow and then some people have, as you guys will know, you know, because you read the first book and this even gets more pronounced in the second book, um, the, the changes that happen to the women are all based on who they were to begin with. Yeah. And you see, you, you see more and more of that. And then you also, we get, there's some real bad guys in book two. There's already bad guys. Oh, yeah, you bad say, they're Dicks such assholes. And they're, freaks. they're horrible. Yeah. Well, you're going to see, um, you're going to see a, a couple main ones come back in book two and it's, it's bad. And they also have, special abilities that are, may I just say, I think the grossest special abilities that I've ever written in any book, and that includes Neferet in the House of Night. Oh, oh, but I love, oh, oh, you're oh, speaking I, my love language. <laughs> I know that, okay. I always, I always try to scare myself and gross myself out. And I was just like, especially in the climatic scene, I was like this, literally, I, I wish I should have taken a couple pictures, except that I look like, you know, sanctuary. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was like this. Oh, and I'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, it's real gross. Yes. I think oh. you guys love it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. So I think I would, I guess I would want the ability to heal too, just because it's the apocalypse. But I also happen to be really good with plants. So I'm already good with plants and I already have like big garden knowledge and that kind of stuff. So I can also grow. That's my. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not very good with plants. I try. I think I've got them all addicted to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cause you put your grounds in there. I put my grounds and um, when I have extra coffee in the pot, I let it go cold and pour that over the top as well. And it's yeah. the only thing that makes my chili plant actually, like, you know, flourish. Huh. <laughs> well, I have plants everywhere. You probably can't see behind me. There's a whole room full of plants in here. I'll just do this real quick. Ta -da! Oh, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to use your blood for that. No, I have tons you're fine. It's just a tiny piece of plants in my house. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. What are you going with, Amanda? I don't know. I feel like I always choose healing powers, what with the stupid fucking diabetes and all. But now, so, but the like I think we mentioned this in the first time. I what if 
this change because you find out, especially in the second book, that this change is really orchestrated by the earth herself. Mm-hmm. And the old gods are kind of are, are awakening. So I would imagine that what if your stupid diabetes was fixed? Yeah. <gasps> that would yeah. Be great. Mm-hmm. And in book two, we talk about um, Doc Hillary is, is, uh, is the doctor at Timberline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she rejoins the group. The, uh, this is not a big spoiler right. because they always, they kind of planned it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they rejoin the core group yeah. um, in two. Yeah, so we get Doc Hillary again, and Doc Hillary is um, gay. She's a lesbian. Her her wife died. Remember in the in the hot in tub the, in the, line, in the t- yeah that was that was ter- that was, that, that was so fi- some final destination it was. stuff right there. I hope she was having a bunch of mimosas and smoking weed when that happened. Um, but but Doc Hillary, when they joined the group, uh, the women are all they're they're talking about how they probably will never really know who instigated these bombs. Mm-hmm. And so a bunch of the women were saying, you know, like Stella and Mercury and everyone were saying things like, you know, I wish I knew where they came from just out of, just so I know. And mm-hmm. someone else was like, I wish I knew for sure, like, why does it do that to men? And exactly what is it gonna do to us? Because you find out in book two, that yes, you can get multiple, you can, women can be immersed in the mist more than one time, but there is a ending point where you're no longer really human. Then you're, yeah, you change. Yeah. So, you know, like Mercury's like, I wonder, I want to know what, you know, how long, how many times can we be exposed? And then Hillary said, I want to know what it's doing to my community. Mm -hmm. And then they discuss, she's like, is, is it biologically based? Mm-hmm. So how about our trans sisters? Are they, are they alive? Are they, dead? what's happening? Yeah. And what, I don't think this is given away too much to talk about this. And um, what Stella immediately says, you know, Stella's our seer. She just mm-hmm. knows things. And she says, yes, they're fine. She <gasps> said, it's spirit. She said, it's spirit. Oh. It's not. You have answered the question we had in our discussion. Thank yes. you. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I already knew that in book one. I already knew that. Right. And my editor and I discussed um, if we should, if I should put it in book one. But then after I wrote it, and you know how the action is like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It's going like that. And there are a group of teachers from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't have any trans women or trans men even in the group mm-hmm. and they're like running around trying to survive so to input a big discussion about what it's doing to the lgbtq um plus com- you know, communities would have been i felt like and, and my editor agreed with me that it would have been very forced and very yes. very like fake yeah. and very like well like- pc cast had to put that in there because you know she you know, she forced that and yeah, no, I want it no. to be, I don't want, it's just like when I have any character who is, is anywhere, you know, in, with the community, I don't, it's not like, Ooh, I better, I had a gay character. No, it's like, right. Oh, that's who this character is. Well, and that's what that's, you did with the doctor. It was a natural conversation yeah. yes, where she mentioned just... my wife died. She was in the hot tub. Yeah. It was the same with Sim as well. Mentioned yeah, and the my husband. Driver. 
Him, the truck driver. Yeah. yeah. They're just not true because that's what it should be. Yeah, they're just normal true. people. It's, it's just normal people. So I so we decided that I I would and I said, I know that there's a place in book two organically when it's going to happen, especially when Hillary rejoins the group mm. and we're talking community then. And yes. so that's, that's where it is. So, oh, but I already knew the answer in book one. Oh, yeah. Book two, I think book two, I, I love book one. I love that world, but book two just blew me away. I had oh. such a good time with that. It's real crazy. Too. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I, I did wonder, I, I haven't read slash listen to it as much as Amanda has. I've, I've only done it twice. I'm sorry, um, I'm obsessed. <laughs> but I was wondering if when they're breathing the, the, the mist or are affected by it, because they have that healing ability like um, quite naturally, if they had cancer or if they had diabetes or any kind of chronic illness or something, would it cure my eczema? You know? <laughs> you think so. Okay, you would think so. Well, if you were Gemma, yeah. if you were Gemma or Hillary, and you find out in the next book that um, Gemma has unique healing, she has a unique healing ability. She heals people more physically. Mm-hmm. And you find out after you get to know Doc Hillary better, that who is based by the way on one of my besties here who is a doctor is my doctor and her name is hillary (laughs) i try not to do that very much anymore because i got in so much trouble during house of night (laughs) but sometimes i still do it but i tell the people first i'm like hillary may i put you in a book I'm not killing you this book, but you're going to be gay. And I did kill your wife. I'm sorry. And she's like, okay, fine. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> it's fine. But um, Hillary, and because I know her especially, um, she's always very concerned about women's mental health, mm. the, the whole spectrum of our being, um, how our emotional health ties into our physiology. And so her abilities are more emotional healing. Oh, yeah. As you, That's gonna you be good. come to understand her better in book two. That's going to so be good. So if you were a if you were a healer in the book, and let's say you have eczema or you have stupid diabetes, I would imagine that would be healed for you. Now I don't know if someone else would who doesn't have healing as their as their primary thing. Yeah. Hmm. See, this is why I would like. I would hope. I I would like to be the healer. You know, I'm not very good with plants. People who know what they're doing need to do that. Don't don't let me get involved. I'll cook them, but I'm not good at growing them. Um, but yeah, if I was if I had the healing ability, like be able to heal quickly, I would hope I'd also be able to heal others quickly. Yes, yeah. And that that, that so that's my pick for this particular. Would you rather? I don't want to be hoarding that. I want to be able to help. Well, we find out that Gemma, um, Gemma's injured. Gemma. I love Gemma. Gemma's actually, she has a hard time in book two. And we find out that it's more difficult for her to heal herself than to heal others. Oh, yeah. That's but she how can. it typically it goes. It just happens slower. Yeah. It's just at a slower rate and kind of a lesser rate. I was very worried after she healed Mercury from the the, the, the huge wound. I was like, no. And I just had this awful image of like the wound transferring to Gemma and then her bleeding out. And I was so worried and I'm sitting there at work listening to her going. <gasps> yeah, you were, you were right to be worried and you're going to see in book two. Why? No. <laughs> My precious, precious. I will tell you that Gemma will eventually be okay though. 
She's okay. such a badass. Like, it's great. I love Gemma. I, I, I love wish her. I had her confidence and her mentality and her just just drive at her age. She's going to like rule this new world. She is. Yeah, she's awesome. She's yeah. awesome, especially as she recovers from you know being left by her mother. Bitch, sorry. Yeah, right. uh, fuck yeah. that bitch. I hope Amani, she died somewhere. Yeah, you know she did. Amani is like, what? I lost my babies. I'd do anything to get them back, and you're leaving her to go chase after your husband, who you know is probably dead. I would love to see Amani go full rage. I can imagine her temper is like mama bear dragon kind of hybrid. Yes. Breathing fire with lots of fangs. Yeah. Amani is um, is a big part of book two. And Amani um, is exposed to the mist more. Ooh. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, okay, I, don't, I don't even know if I answered that question. I'm growing plants. I'll do anything with blood because I think it's great and gross okay. and fantastic. Yeah. Okay, done. Next question. <laughs> you'll dance in the rain. You'll, you'll purposely cover yourself in blood and then dance in the rain just I to will. make it drop everywhere. Yes, a thousand <laughs> times yes. Doing okay, it. next, would you rather? Would you rather pee <laughs> on the side of the road in the snow or in the rain? Don't eat the snow. That was really hard because I don't want to be cold. But yet, if it's in the rain, if it's in the snow, you can just brush it off and not be wet when you get back in the truck. But but then you're going to, I think maybe the snow, because you can just brush it off real fast, because I'm going to pee fast. I'm going to brush it off real fast, but if you're peeing in the rain, you're getting, you're getting all wet too. Yeah. Like, especially that one time when Mercury pees and it's raining and she sees the, the baby goat, goat, yeah, the goat spirit, yeah. And she has to like, she's like holding a, a thing, a, a, like a what coat is it, a jacket or over yeah. her head. Yeah, Gemma's jacket over her head. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say snow because all dignity in the rain. <laughs> where are you peeing? Are you peeing in snow or rain? I'm peeing in the snow because you know where it is. <laughs> okay. You can keep if, track. if it's in the rain, you don't know where it's draining to. You don't. You can't see any of that. You know it's isolated in one little area, and you can just like make a little hole, pee in it, do your business, and then you could come back up. Now we go, pat pat, done. <laughs> Plus, you've got the snow already, and you can put it in your hands, and you can have a nice little hand wash with it. That's true. It's not, yeah. you know, that easy because we're in apocalypse. There's no reason to to neglect hygiene. Right. It's very important. Right. And you know my teachers would agree with you. Of course. Now, see, I'm going to go for the rain. I'm going to, because you know what I'm going to do when I squat and pee? I'm going to pee all fucking over myself. And then I'm going to be able to wash it off in the rain or my pants are going to be wet and no one's going to know that I peed myself. Okay, there is that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, peeing all over myself. I I don't think I could do it. I'm not. I don't have that skill. I, yeah. I had this awful image when I was listening to it. And was it peeing... of me peeing on myself? No, it wasn't. It was, you know, all the peeing in the rain and everything like that. And then um, I was listening to something else and they were talking about um, make sure you get feminine hygiene products because men don't think about periods. And I was like, oh, Imagine you're peeing, you're on your period, and then you look down and you're like, oh, look, there's a bunch of wildflowers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get the tampons, get the tampons. (laughs) Yeah, that's why they talk about them in the, in, they talk about tampons, they look for tampons in Madras. 
at that store and she's like very gross so she's well it's not gross i don't think i don't think being on your period is gross i don't mean that right i mean that Eva Cruz is gross. The mayor there is yeah. like, oh, no, we don't have any tampons. All we have are the cups. Yeah, so, all we've got are and, cups. So I guess we're gonna have to keep your blood. So that was the gross part. Yeah. Yes, I was so looking like bleach water. I just yeah. when we had our mini episode before, and you were like. You're like, well, there is a scene where we're like menstruation, and I just like wanted to squeal about it. But I couldn't because we couldn't we couldn't spoiler. So yeah, that part <laughs> I loved it. It was terrible, but I loved it. Yeah. I'm just glad. I mean, as we said this about another book when we we're talking about people going to the, the bathroom and uh, oh I think was it there was there's someone inside your house and they took they go to the pee a lot and there's a character who is menstruating and reaching for her sanitary products and it's a small detail, but it's good to have yes those moments in the book going to the toilet being on your period because it's, it's real and it's real yeah. and it yeah. ha- you know it, it, though it, it's it, it I, I see it sounds ridiculous it's not ridiculous it's it's a pleasure to have those little tiny things in there about that realism especially you know when you're in a fantastical world you're creating yeah. all this magic and this apocalypse and all this kind of um genius i adored this book so much um that they're still talking about menstruation it's like yes yes yeah it's normal and it's real that's one of the reasons that you know i wrote it and it's actually it's one of the reasons i wrote my very first book um divide by mistake was that i love fantasy but i never saw there wasn't anyone in the fantasies i really i mean like i was pulled into a fantasy world i want to know where the toilets are where am I do you have tampons and I think Shannon in in divine by mistake even says my god I'm gonna have to use some kind of rabbit pelt or something (laughs) between my legs oh you know I I want to know and and you know you're gonna drink too much wine and no one ever mentions that in or they used to never mention that in high fantasy and same thing with um contemporary apocalypse novels you know it's like Who's saving the wine? Where are they going to the bathroom? And what about the weed? Okay. And also like, um, let's go to all the pharmacies we can because we have a limited amount and a limited number of um, antibiotics and all that kind of stuff. And your next stop needs to be the fucking library. Okay. (laughs) Get your butt back into the stacks and pull everything you can about how to survive and you know forage on local plants and a all map. that uh, maps yes maps and all that stuff so yep. that's why my people do all that stuff they raid all those stores and grab yeah. all that like yeah but it, you know th- those type of moments are helping people plan their apocalypse for their apocalypse right yes right. you know you're giving those hints and tips so you're setting people up for the future it's great Next question. Next question. Would you rather stay at Timbaline or leave with Stella and Mercury? Oh, I totally leave. I totally leave. Timberline, I know because I live here. I'm not like an hour away from Timberline. I know that it's like still snowing up there for most of the year. And, ugh. and okay, they have a grow station down in the basement. 
but that growth station is only going to be viable as long as the natural gas line keeps feeding the generator. Mm. What happens when that stops? You are in the middle of a place where you can't, you don't have a real growth season up there on the side of Mount Hood. And no, and not only that, the building is not structurally sound. Right. And in book two, you find out the building is not structurally sound. And still people decide, there's still like five people decide to stay there. They decide not to leave and, and trek across the country. But no, and plus you have a seer, you have Stella who's a seer, that's what you know so far. When they left Timber, Timberline, you know that Stella's a seer and you also know that like three of the characters can grow, um, grow crops with their blood. Mm -hmm, so yeah. I'd be going with them. They have that truck and a camper shell. They have and a they firearm. Have at least There's 70 fire. bottles of wine. At they least. have a lot of and wine. Whiskey. And, and whiskey. And tequila. Tequila. Yeah. And weed. They took weed with them too. Yes. Well, I they had sandwiches as well. I'm going yes. with the sandwiches. A whole lot of sandwiches. There are a yeah. lot of sandwiches. And Stella is one hell of a cook. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going with Stella and Mercury. Mm -hmm. I'm asking Stella first what she right? suggests that I do. And yeah. I will follow her advice. So yeah, this might too. be a bit of a cop-out, but I don't care because it's our Would You Rathers and we're the Lords and Masters of All We Severe. So I'm asking Stella, and if she tells me to stay at Timberline for now and come... I stay my ass at Timberline. Well, then I will stay my ass right. at Timberline. If I go, I go. I, I follow Stella. I me hope too. she says I can go with them. Me too. Even though they have a really hard time in Madras, so... Well, I don't think Timberline's going to be that easy either. Right. So yeah. it's a rock and a hard player situation. Some more sciencey stuff happens in book two when you find out that um, the green mist, because of, you know, think about what happens when you cook in a high altitude. Um, you have to change your, you, things boil quicker, mm -hmm. faster. You have to change your recipes and stuff. So the green mist is more um, unpredictable in high elevations too. Ooh. God, I can't so. wait. <laughs> okay next question next question this is the worst question i almost think that we have ever asked in the history okay. of fictional hangover would you rather be friends with alvin fucking rutland or be one of the mayor's cronies there is oh. no good answer to this question there isn't okay i can't be friends with alvin fucking rutland <laughs> Um, I think I would be, uh, a mayor's crony plotting my, mis my escape. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a good answer. If she's you such a escape, I say coup. Mm, ah, yes. see? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But you, but Madras is not a town I would want to rule. Because, no, no. And we'll get more into that in book two, but there and we've seen this in our own apocalypse that there is a certain type of person who is okay with believing lies mm. just because it keeps them comfortable mm -mm. yeah no and that's to me that's what madras is full of you have some exceptions but they usually get their throats slashed and fed to the tomatoes yeah so um i would not want to stay in madras but 
so that I wouldn't plan a coup because I don't want to be in charge of those people. No, I, I want to plan a coup, take charge, and tear that place to sh- ribbons. Just it's 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 a bad place to settle down because it's so exposed to everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. you've got Alvin fucking Rutland down the road. He is going to come. This is going like, to be Walking Dead style of shit's going to go on. Where you oh, know, they you... totally get together. Al and Eva totally together. Uh, <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, never mind. I'm not supposed to say anything about Al. Never mind. Let's not talk about Al in book two. I hope he has a horrible, disgusting, grotesque, painful death. That's all I ask. That's oh. all I ask. I promise you he does. Yes. And so does she. By the oh, way. thank goodness. You're welcome. Because I'm going to slit her throat. That was the part. That was the part that I was just so grossed out when I was writing. That the the big conclusion scene, the big climactic scene, just I grossed myself out so badly. I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, so look, <laughs> I I don't want to be friends with Alvin fucking Rutland because fuck that guy. Yeah, but I, I don't want to be a crony either. I just want to eat all the tomatoes in Madras. <laughs> it's people tomatoes, though. I don't care. Tomatoes it's are my favorite to- thing. I'm, I'm convinced that it's soil and green. I'm I'm worried that the when they say the meat is good for the plants, no. I don't think it's just good oh, yeah. for the plants. It's uh, soil yeah, and I, green. You mm-hmm. can't you can't call people meat. Without immediately everyone going, oh God, those hamburgers they just ate. Oh God, yeah. oh God, they're people burgers. The apocalypse would make me vegetarian. Burgers. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm already. I'm a, I'm a vegan. If you don't count, I mean, I'll eat some eggs once in a while, and I once in a while I eat sheep or goat cheese. But other than that, I haven't eaten meat since 2012, oh, and wow. that whole thing grosses me out. Yeah. Okay. Disgusting. Yeah. I love cheese so much. I love cheese so much too, which is why I got real sick because um, I can't, I do not, should not eat cheese. And during our apocalypse, I decided when I couldn't write at the beginning, I would just sit and watch TV and eat cheese, drink wine, smoke weed. (laughs) 20 pounds later, okay, my body was like, no, stop it, you crazy old woman. And so then I had to stop again. So perfect. But I didn't eat I I I didn't eat cow cheese anyway because that grosses me out. I know too much about the industry. Ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, sheep, goat, buffalo, anything not cow. Hello, me. I love squeaky cheese. I know cheese is good. Okay, next question. Next, next question. question. This is the last one. Ooh, this one's very serious. It is oh, very I'm serious. Right. Face. Would you rather dance with Ford or cook with Stella? And what kind of dance are you doing with Ford? God, that's a hard question. Because Stella is based after one of my best friends. I have Stella a lot. And that's a lot of fun. And Ford is based on uh, a man friend of mine. And so I also happen to know he's fun to dance with. Oh, that's a difficult question. You know what? I'm going with my girl. I'm a cook with Stella. Guys can always be danced with, but I'm going with my girl. Always and I'm talking dance. elaborate cook too. She is a she is a awesome awesome chef, and she's been a restaurateur before. Oh, and I'm gonna cook I'm gonna cook with her in her cool house 
in Oklahoma, the one I mentioned that the, um, the Hotel California, the one that I had um, the truck driver mention and say that he stayed at her B&B and she made the awesome breakfast. So I'm going to cook with her in her awesome house. Oh. And then dance with Ford later, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to dance with Ford first. I'm going to dance. I'm going to get, I'm going to work up an appetite. And right? then I'm going to go and cook with Stella. Oh, I'm cooking with Stella. I think she could teach me so many things in the kitchen. It's- She's a great yeah. cook. Yeah. She is the domestic goddess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. another you dance with us. Who, true. Um, we have another good cook who comes in um, in book two, a man, oh. a new male character who you guys will like a lot. That's fun. <gasps> that's exciting. Okay. That's I'm the so end of that's, that's the end of Would You Rather. And now I have to go on. I have to immediately say Ford is the manifestation of the green man. Yes. He is the green man. He's the horned god. Please tell me I'm not wrong because that is exactly what I saw when she reached up and like stroke his hair and was like, oh, fuck, is that a horn? Fuck. I would say more than likely, yes. Ah! And also Kanonos and Lord of the Forest. Yes. He, he is manifesting all during the during the rite, the the mini ritual, the mini gathering that at Madras yeah. she helped with Ford. If you go back and look at his lines, what he says. That's we were talking basic. about this. We were. I, that's what I specifically went to I re-listen know, I know, I know. with the yep. thought in mind of the of the of, of Amanda's theory. And I was listening to that section so con- I was concentrating so much last night listening to it. I went, it, it she's right. She's right. She's she's totally yeah. right. And it was so important yeah. when she was describing um sending the little goat baby on. And she was yeah, like, no, know. it's the horned god. It's like, and she, horned the horns god. were so it's important. Bad. And I was like, oh my god. That was yeah. the second poor listen Karen. through, I think. Poor Karen. Poor Karen. Karen was just like, it's Satan. I know it is. <laughs> Karen ends up, by the end of book two, Karen is just one of my very favorite characters. And I think, if not my favorite scene in book two, one of my very favorite scenes in book two is Karen dancing. Oh, <gasps> good. Oh, is good. she stoned? Probably. Probably. Because <laughs> stoned Karen is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> right? Stone drunk Karen? Yes. yes. It's like they say, it's like Stella and Mercury say, who knew Apocalypse Karen was so much more fun than regular Karen? <laughs> I want to know a bit more about Karen, actually, because we hear how her dad was very repressive and you know cancelled her dreams you get, hear, you get to learn more about her because i know east every time she was talking about her husband or sons the conversation got cut and i was like oh there's something there there's something there yeah you get to hear more you hear more of that in book two good yeah does she have special map reading cartography powers because she was so into it as a child. She loves it so much. No, no. Her her special powers are more um, that she she is she is like a priestess. Yeah. She sees spirit. She sees the spirit in the world around us. I, and I, I was just wondering if it like manifested in other ways as well. Like she'd had diverging powers because obviously it was pulling from skills and abilities and interests. She just was really good at that because she's a history teacher. Yeah. So she's and she had a she like was a you know she studied it and she really liked it so but if she doesn't really have like extra sensory powers about that it's like who was it um 
Amani and um, Jenny do the, they took that class. And so they know how to do the, the CB radio yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and they're good at it, but that's not really a power of hers. And like Amani had, she was an engineering minor, yeah. which really helps with building their Adobe homes in the cliff. But that's not really, but Amani is like, Amani is, is like the personification of mother earth. Yeah. Uh, okay. She is, she is everyone's mother and very connected with the earth. And she, uh, she, that happens more in book two. She gets in, she gets more into the mist. Does <laughs> <laughs> um, you wonder how far she could reach with her powers then? it's it's she's it's cool it's real cool i really like i like what happens with amani i'm curious about something with karen and this is probably just because i listened to the book over and over and over again and couldn't stop listening literally she was on repeat i had a message off and she said i've just finished into the mist for the second time and i've just pressed play again (laughs) (laughs) lorelei king King is so awesome she was so great she did such a good job yeah. So something that that I thought of, and it's probably not true, and I just I thought maybe that would be neat, but um when they are leaving Madras and like Karen had said she had given her blood, but well there's nothing there's nothing special about my blood, but she didn't know she had powers then. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there's like a sort of a delay and like there was a time where one of the cronies was running up to tell Amber or the mayor, I can't remember something. And I just thought, are they running up to say, hey, you know what? Her blood is weird and maybe it's just taking a long time. No, she never man she's never okay. manifested. Okay. She doesn't ever manifest. Some of them don't. Okay. Some of them just wholly and I make Karen not manifest it. Um that you you'll see the people who don't ever manifest any blood stuff and still have other abilities. Um their other abilities are, are more kind of abstract too. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just had a, I just had a thought that well that would be really great since like she was kind of seems like she was a little bit behind everyone else. You know, she was yeah. she was so Well Jenny can't either. She needs Jenny to doesn't accept. Right. Yeah. But she needs yeah. to accept it. She was just so Jesus y yeah. at the beginning and she was just there was a little bit of a delay before she really got on board with everything. So I thought, oh well maybe yeah, Karen goes through a whole thing and her, she, she comes to um, a very good spiritual place by the end of book two. She's very, she's very comfortable with who she is now. That's good. And Excellent. she's still a Christian. She's still a Christian, um, but she learns to um, honor and she also finds um, biblical uh, backup for this. Okay. She learns to, to honor basically her neighbors honor those around her and the beliefs around her and she also even figures out a a way to um be okay biblically with the earth being ensouled so yeah she she's she's what happens to her is what i wish would happen to more christians like all of them Good luck with can that. Can we can we go out and proselytize with your books? Is that appropriate? I wish. <laughs> I don't like proselytizing, but is it okay? I don't if like we proselytizing, so but <laughs> it's just making sure that they're easily accessible, that they're on the bookshelves, and that people can read them. Because I will say, in the UK, and it's a damn disgrace that you're that it's difficult to get hold of some of these books. I have found Into the Mist in Forbidden Planets, 
but it's not in my regular bookshop, to which I scowled at the bookseller. Like, well, um, Crooked Lane is a smaller press. Yeah. So their distribution, even though they go through, who did they distribute through? Harper, maybe? They, whoever they distribute through is a big press, yeah. but they are a small, they're a small press. So their distribution isn't as wide as like, you should be able to find like Omen's Bite and Spell's Trouble like everywhere because it's McMillan and McMillan's a big press. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it's not, it's not, they're not doing it purposely. The bookstores aren't doing it purposely. It's just that it's a smaller distrib- distribution. No, but, but it, Amanda always gets a text message off me pointing with a picture of your book and pointing out going, I found a PC cast book. And she's yeah. like, yay. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> surrounded by stacks of them. Like, yeah, I've got all of them multiple times. <laughs> and I will I will say that I put when when your copy came in at the library, because I, I order adult fiction, so of course I pre ordered it years and years and hundreds of years ago. But when it right. came in, I put it prominently on display. And it was gone like the next day. So, yeah. Well, the cover's so compelling. It is. The cover is yeah. gorgeous. I love it. It. Is. it is. Okay. So, I need to ask Yes. Where did the story of drinking the pee come from? And did you actually trick someone into drinking pee when you were a kid? That is a guilt face. That's a yes. <laughs> Who did oh you make God. drink pee? What did you do? This is a safe place. You can be honest. <laughs> you can. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> My brothers. I'm the eldest. Okay. And um, I have three brothers. Um, two of them... <clears throat> my siblings I grew up with um, from the same mom and dad. And I have a third brother who I didn't know was my brother until I was an adult. And he's my father's son. My father didn't know that he, he, my father didn't know that he had a son that he sired a son when he was uh, a sophomore in high school. Oh, wow. It was a, it was a thing that he had no clue about. And the child had no clue until his 40th birthday. Oh, wow. That he was, um, that the the dad who was so horrible to him growing up wasn't actually his biological dad, which is why he was so horrible to him. Oh. So um, when I say in my books that I have two brothers or three brothers, in this particular book, I was talking about, so, so my, my half-brother, I'm not meaning to disparage him at all. He just wasn't involved in this. Okay, because I adore my half-brother. He and I are very close. Um, all my brothers and I are close. Um, so... Um, so he I didn't get that. to drink the pee, so that's fine. No, well, he He's, wasn't safe. Involved. He's safe. He's safe for right now. He wasn't involved in the pee thing. Um, so I used the middle names of my two brothers, my two, um, and um, there was this time <laughs> when um, we were out at, I must have been maybe f- five, maybe-ish. <laughs> or six maybe and my uh, my brother who's closest in age to me the one that is linus in the book he is 14 months younger than i am people always think we're twins and um he and i uh, and then my other brother whose middle name is glenn he is uh about three and a half years younger than i am so he was real little (laughs) so we're out at the barn where i have where my parents kept uh one of our, our we had some horses out at someone else's barn before we had property of our own we're leasing them 
and we were always thirsty. <laughs> we were always thirsty when we went out there. And um, so um, the Linus brother and I got together one day and we were always told to stay away from the house because we were leasing the barn area and no one wants three little kids running around their house like a Sunday morning or whatever, whenever we were out there. So my parents were always real cognizant about you guys, you can go play, but don't go play on the owner's house, you know, that kind of stuff. So we were, we were out into mischief and found some kind of glass somewhere. And we were always like thirsty. We were kids. We always, can we have a drink? Can we have some meat? You know, that kind of stuff. I'm not sure who, um, started it i think it was me <laughs> i told my uh, my brother the linus brother i told him he should pee in this glass and then we we should make our other brother drink tell our other brother lemonade and tell him to drink it and we did <laughs> and he did <laughs> Oh my God, it'd be so much trouble if they, if I, if that brother, the brother who's the Glenn brother, he sees us. Okay. He's still sensitive about it today. <laughs> and he's like, I'm 62. So he's, what is he? 58 or 59, 58, 59 or something. And 58, uh, he just had a birthday too. Um, but um, he drank it and then, um, told our parents and we got in a lot of trouble <laughs> as well we should have but it is a kind of a standing joke the Linus brother and I are very naughty together mm. to this day we're very naughty together and we used to gang up on the Glenn brother a lot and because he was mom's favorite you know, and how you do with the youngest one. And we used to make him do all kinds of stuff. Like, <laughs> who asked, you go ask mama when you have some ice cream right now or we're going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but because it was more likely she would say yes to him. Okay. And we all came down and had ice cream. So, um, but to this day, to this very day, and um, the Glenn brother, no, I mean, sorry, the Linus brother, the one who was in on the P thing with me, um, I told him I put that in there and, and the Glenn brother reads all of my books. The Linus brother can't because he says it's like his sister is talking to him the entire time he reads my book. <laughs> but, but the Glenn brother reads all my books, always has, reads all of them, voracious reader, reads all of them, big fan, big fan. So he's going to read it. And the Linus brother is like, you are going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> so I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. He's ordered it. And I know he's going to pick it up pretty soon. And um, I'm going to be in trouble. You need to send him some lemonade. You some do. Cloudy lemonade. It would be so funny. Oh my God, we, the, the Linus brother and I have had so many jokes about this. He'll like send me glasses, a picture of glasses of watery orange juice and go, refreshing morning piss. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that stuff will set you up for the day. <laughs> Perfect. And then his son, uh, one of his sons is a doctor who's, she's chief resident of a big hospital right outside Oklahoma City. And so when all these idiots are these 
Trumpel idiots are like taking horse warmer oh and my God. they're really enjoying their, their right they're and so that dr cast was um so now dr cast is in on the pee joke too and like i tried to uh, like a few months ago I, I almost cut my finger off <laughs> accidentally and i sent a picture of it to dr cast and i was like so just time, this was all during the horse warmer drink pee Ugh. to get rid of the Rona bullshit. Yeah. And I sent a picture of it to him and I said, so do I drink the <laughs> urine to make this better or do I dip the finger in the urine to make it better? It's not we, it's windowlean, it's window cleaner. <laughs> it's window cleaner, right? It's a and common mistake to make. <laughs> Oh, God. You tell me, oh, do both. It'll be fine. <laughs> Long story oh, yes. short, that's why I don't have a finger anymore. <laughs> I dipped it in pee to heal it. Um, oh so God. it's a real thing, and I'm going to be in a lot of trouble um, <laughs> if when when he reads that. And if he ever sees this, um, may I just say, I love you, Toddy Wan. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you yes. for your sacrifice for fiction. Thank okay? you. We'll we never do it again. And you know what? It was Brad's idea, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, a little side note on a whole lot of the time when you're reading my books, if my character's siblings do something, especially if it's something that makes you laugh or something real crazy, it's usually, it, it usually it's happens real. in my childhood. Oh, my God. I love that. And I just shove it in a book somewhere okay so um, speaking of beverages let's move away okay. from the pee and we, back please. to the red wine yes Good. we need to know about your favorite red wine but we also have to be mindful of our time because you don't yes have because i am a us. grandmother and i have to go pick up the precious my grandson from um school yes. today and we are going to eat we're going to have pizza <gasps> so that is yeah, we're gonna go have pizza. We're gonna have vegan pizza on Mississippi Street Ooh. in Portland, and then we're gonna walk around and while his mommy and daddy have a date night. Oh, so, lovely! Have time to pick up the child from school. That's fine. So, um, red wine. Um, I like really big, really. I like them to look like old blood. Mm. They need to be. I they have to be real, real rich and real just i mean oh they have to have lots of legs when you turn around and they're oh i like i like cabs and i also really like um italian reds mm. big italian reds all right and then i think following from that mm -hmm. we have to have a bonus would you rather and it's the apocalypse and you have to choose yeah. wine or weed and you can only choose one because the other doesn't exist anymore uh, weed. Weed. Okay. Yeah. And I, there's a reason for that. Um, because weed doesn't hurt your body. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and if I, you know, during an apocalypse, all the wine and the wine, it's gonna, what do I do? I have to find Gemma to heal my freaking liver okay, <laughs> for what I would do with it. And not only that, if there's no more wine ever in the world and there's just weed, there would be a lot less anger. And a lot, oh, yeah. you know, if you smoke weed, if you're high, you don't want to go out and 
do anything violent for God's sake. More weed, less religion. Yes. yes. Ooh, that sounds like a good shirt. Right. Yes. You just want to sit on the couch and perhaps have an in-depth discussion with someone yes. that involves a lot of laughter. That's, That's perfect. Almost, and cook food. Yes. You know? I've got the witches just talking about it. I know. Me right? Too. So yeah, that's that's it would be sad to lose wine. Yeah. Very, very sad. But it's easier to grow more weed. The weed production is a little yes. bit easier, especially if you can prick your finger and your blood blood can help the plants grow. I don't even need to do that to grow weed because I grow weed every year and my weed is like I play them music, I talk to them, just like my whole garden. I get like 12 foot tall weed with this long buds on i yeah i got it <laughs> i have the whole thing down when it's trimming time when it's still on the on the it was still on the plant i play motown and i'm out there trimming weed with a glass of wine it gets through your fingers you get kind of high it's great gardening so, okay. it's really, great really gardening. Great. So. um ooh, i have to ask one thing in <laughs> i'm just taking it for myself um the there was a name drop of the character who was growing weed at Timberline, and that character's name was Amanda, and that's me. I'm claiming it that you wrote that in for me. I'm just, I'm just you gonna claim just, it. It was me. It was me. You just take that. I you am. Just take that. I am. It's me. I was in a PC cast book. It's me. I heard it here first, folks. I don't care if it's real or not. Now I'm gonna have to add a, a just a kind of a random Brit somewhere too. You are. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What's been great fun as always, you guys. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. We love you more than you know. I love you too. So that's it for this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. Join us next time as we discuss Etiquette and Espionage by Gail Carriger. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise. And become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com, follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover, and on Twitter at fictionalhangover, no E-R. If you'd like this episode, check out our others, a rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>